0: Mission incoming. Well, well, the they, Poto- Poto- Picture Picture Let's do it.
1: Episode 0066. Nice grouping. Welcome to the Potable Picture Show, your podcast dedicated to motion pictures and drinking liquors. I'm your host, Kevin McRae. You can call me Blarv. I'm here to tell you that this podcast may contain mature content. 0066. We got ourselves a double double. We're all the way up there in the numbers. In this episode, we're going to try a coffee cocktail. I don't think we've had coffee in the cocktail corner before, so that'll give us nice and hyper for this triple feature today where we'll be tackling Hellfire Hellcats, Heathers, and Mean Girls. A triple feature all themed around packs of girls and the evil that they get up to when they're left to their own devices and not being slapped by their dads. Well, we have a lot to cover. Let's head into the cantina and into the VIP booth Hidden within the secret recesses atop the cantina and get today's show started. Sitting across from me, pulling out her hair in frustration and worry, the head organizer of the Sierra Nevada Movie Club, she sends out emails as part of her duties as president of the movie club her name is heathen
2: it's the high school hellcats
1: what did i call it
2: hellfire
1: oh hellfire <laughs> hellcats <laughs> like the hellfire club and in, in x-men
2: well whatever it still is, makes it sound badass
1: yeah it's the high school hellcats uh which sounds a little bit more like a porn than the hellfire hellcats which sounds a little bit more like a horror movie also joining us back from the dead I don't think he actually was dead. We'll find out in a moment after we introduce him. His name is Beer Maker Matt.
3: Well, I felt like I was
1: dead.
2: But <laughs> not really. Why were you dead? I don't
1: know. I'm going to unplug the cantina's refrigerator. You guys chat among yourselves.
2: Because you forgot. Again. One responsibility I had, I didn't unplug
3: it. <laughs> hmm. Well, I was going to correct him on the high school Hellcats as well. <sighs> Like, yeah. Well, both first. of us were on it.
1: What happens on the. I'll just drink for making a mistake. <laughs> and then I will also say if you're new to the podcast, anytime you hear a sound about hitting a baby, again, I forgot when our friend was up here, I was going to have her record the thing. I always forget. Anytime you hear a sound about hitting a baby,
3: that's fine to hit this baby.
1: Go ahead and have a drink with us at home. I'm still getting messages about uh, personal drinking games that people play, and they're mostly the things, the rules I called out last week, like um, when I mispronounce words. Usually names, but I also mispronounce words.
2: I didn't realize that there was a mean girl drinking game that we could have played during the movie
1: yeah there was um i was reading uh today there's the republican presidential debate and they made a drinking game that each candidate has a keyword that every time they say that you drink kind of like heather and i made a drinking game for voices that each time one of the judges said something we had to drink the voice and uh, I can't remember the what they were but
2: the voices that we hear <laughs>
1: the, the, the game the voice so so if if Adam Levine said I think I can't remember if he said this was the best season ever then we had to drink. I think that was actually Blake Shelton's thing we had to drink or anytime he mentioned being from the South we had to drink and anytime Shakira said something was unique we had to drink. So anyway, come up with your own drinking game send us in some suggestions so that people can drink along with you or we can drink along with you. You can get those to potablepictureshow at gmail.com or tweet it at us at potablepictures. Tweet, tweet. We're getting a lot of uh, sports followers because I tend to uh, tweet stuff on sp- about sports on there. And then, anyway, no one else really cares. All right, Heathen. I like that you're drinking wine out of a sports bottle, like in case you have to go for a jog <laughs> a little bit later. Um, and you need some, like, rehydration you're all set to go. Just squirt it in your mouth, <laughs> which is one of Heather's mottos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Frozen. <Headlock>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Frozen is quickly going to be overtaken as the most popular uh, animated movie ever. Minions have made nearly enough money to overtake it. Um, Frozen's global box office stands at 1.27 billion. And um, Minions right now is at 1.08 billion. So they're very close.
1: So I think a lot of that must be international market. um, Because I don't think Minions did. Yeah, I know. Like you were saying. But some movies just get a lot more legs internationally. There, as a matter of fact, there's some movies that come out that would be considered a flop here had they not done so well abroad. I'm trying to think, like Battleship, going back a couple years was one of those. But recently, there was... Because Universal did, I think, pretty poorly this year. Um, and then they just they had a couple movies that ended up doing well abroad, especially in China. Like the, trans, like the last Transformers movie did really badly here, and it made a bunch of money, movie money. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> they made a bunch of money in China. Um, I am surprised, though. I mean, nothing wrong with Minions. I just I wouldn't have expected it to be up there as number one, you know, compared against, like, the Toy Story movies and uh, Inside Out and some of those other ones. up and Finding Nemo.
3: Just goes to show you that speaking a bunch of gibberish is... Uh
1: universal yeah yeah like those old silent comedies old silent movies i suppose um yeah (laughs) the
2: animated i didn't even know this movie was coming out so this is kind of neat um the animated troll doll movie has a really impressive cast
1: so okay go ahead
2: um justin timberlake okay is going to be joining pitch perfect lead anna Kendrick. Along with uh, Jason Schwartzman and Chloe Moretz, I don't know who Chloe Moretz is. Um, the movie has been in the works since 2010, and deep into production now. It's scheduled to hit theaters next year, November 4th, 2016.
1: So, actually, is something I should have been looking up. I was unless someone knows offhand. Does anyone know like what toy company makes troll dolls? Is it Hasbro? No, okay.
2: Mm, no, I didn't read any of that part of the article. Because it was it wasn't
3: like some interesting. Sort of international company.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure in, someone There was two it things,
2: one in the 70s, and then another, and then the troll dolls we know in the 80s.
1: And yeah, I mean, it just looked like it was uh, what I was just looking at now. Said, uh, it looked like they were originally some European company, but I'm sure someone else owns them now. Um, I won't waste the time to look for it. I'll look for it while you're while you're uh well there was a cartoon dreamworks animation oh, i didn't realize they had a cartoon but they're originally from denmark go this ahead is,
2: uh, yeah dreamworks is doing the the troll movie this is a funny article
1: i'll be the judge of that i'm not
2: sure two of them sound interesting to me the other two don't and i wondered what you guys thought i found an article food flavored beers that shouldn't exist
3: F- food flavored yeah okay like bacon beer
2: no, uh, well, no. Um, this is a, a avocado honey ale by Island Brewing Company. Huh. Uh, I don't really care for avocado. I mean, I like Ew. avocado, but I don't like guacamole.
1: Guacamole. So
2: what do you think? Do you think this would taste good?
3: Uh, No, just because of the fattiness of the avocado. I don't know that that would work really well with the beer.
1: I'm not sure because I don't really like avocado. I could see how it might not be bad if you like avocado, but because it's kind of got a meatiness to it, I I guess. I don't know.
2: Another one is a Banana Split Chocolate Stout by Thomas Creek Beer.
1: That one's probably yeah. not too bad.
2: Yeah, I was thinking that would be good because we had that that um, s'mores beer.
3: Mm-hmm. And I like banana beer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: that, that sounded really good. This one, it can kind of go either way, but I thought it might taste good. Um, a Coconut Curry Hefeweizen by New Belgian Brewery.
1: So we had something like that when we went to uh, Beer Nevada. We had the, oh no, we had the uh, Thai chili beer. Well, I don't think we've actually had a curry beer. But um, New Belgian makes a lot of beers like this. Their this lips would f-
2: be something that would be kind of Thai though with the coconut and the curry, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say, New belgian they do their Lips of Faith series, which does a lot of things like this. This
2: person, I don't think, has a very uh, well-rounded palate. Like, um, she said, um, well, it's there you probably go. She's quite a girl. tasty, but curry in your beer, that's just weird. I'm like, well, actually, I like curry, and I think it might be okay in a beer, but...
3: Depends what
1: kind of
2: curry. Whatever.
3: Spicy beers or have done historically mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: This one I'm not really sure about, again, because I don't really care for guacamole and ham <laughs> is not my favorite. Fire in the Ham by Jax Abbey. Fire in the <laughs> Ham. Meat lovers should be able to enjoy their steak and ham as a solid, is what she says. I as don't know a sol- if I As would... a liquid? As a solid. She's oh, saying this what is she's gross. Saying. Okay. I'm saying I don't think I'd want to drink a ham-flavored beer.
1: I've never had the uh, bacon soda. And I've never had a meat flavored beer, so I don't. don't, The only way I can
2: eat my ham is if it's covered with applesauce.
3: Closest thing I ever had was the bacon beer. I think it was by uh, who made that?
1: Uh, Was it Rogue? Well, no, they did the they did the maple bacon beer. Yeah, it was Rogue from Voodoo Donuts.
3: And that no, it wasn't that. It was was before that. that. Um, And yeah, it was. I mean, it was interesting the first couple of sips, but you would not be able to drink more than a few sips of it before you just got totally disgusted and overwhelmed by the bacon, the bacon, and yeah.
1: My brother wanted to try the the voodoo Rogue, uh bacon beer here, and it was out, and he probably wouldn't have bought it anyway because he's doesn't understand. Well, I I wouldn't even, I haven't had it because it's too expensive for me, but he thinks it's crazy that people would spend more than like four dollars on a beer,
2: hmm.
1: and my limit's about ten bucks usually.
2: Well, this just came out. Um, I actually found it because... Oh, real quick somebody. about
1: the uh, Troll Doll. Um, they were owned... It went back and forth. This uh, Danish company got their property rights back for, to it for a while. But now DreamWorks does uh, own all intellectual rights to the troll franchise. They bought them from the Dam family and from Damn things. Uh, DreamWorks says they have big plans for the franchise and they have exclusive worldwide licensing rights and merchandising rights except for in scandinavia
3: okay that was part of their purchase deal was they couldn't do anything in scandinavia yeah where
1: they where their family still lives yeah i guess so
3: we don't want to see it (laughs) yeah um
2: a meetup was announced and it said that they were um get
1: drunk and fuck meetup
2: yeah kind of um, really? <laughs> I really doubt that. <laughs> Left-handed brewing company from Colorado is finally going to be in Reno. Quit.
1: What? I was getting ready to get drunk and fuck. You and then I was using my left hand. So
3: I was talking about this with a friend yesterday. Are they actually moving there? No. Okay. They're just
2: going to have taps here, and it's going to be at the Aces Ballpark in um, that little beer the mellow fellow Gastro Pub. yep so they're going to have all of their taps including the milk stout and the milk stout nitro and then they're um, doing a,
1: a release party at what craft or something like that or is that Reno? no it's going to be at them
2: at the mellow fellow gastropub oh, mm-hmm. they're also going to have um all of their all of the left hand beers are going to be available in the stores throughout reno so they're uh it's fine to hit that baby going to be in Reno.
3: Yay.
1: Where's left hand out of? Colorado. Oh, okay. I don't recall Long
2: that. Longmont, Colorado. Long Monk. Mont. Longmont? like a tango. Long tango? Longmont. <laughs> Long mon- T like tango.
1: Like mount. Get the hell out of here with that bullshit.
3: Oh. <laughs> So on What's Friday it? Fridays I can go get my after work beer and have a left handed beer. Mm-hmm. Left-handed.
2: And you can say thank you to all the left handed people, I guess. I don't know. That's my news.
1: <laughs> Good job, Heathen. I'm really happy about that news. I I already you mentioned, like, it. <laughs> I already mentioned <laughs> off, like
2: the ladies with the sweaty balls.
1: I already mentioned off podcast at least twice. And well I mentioned my disappointment earlier. earlier when go I suggested figure. it. When we were watching Mean Girls and Rachel McAdams was on there, I said, oh, you should do in your news how Rachel McAdams is joining the Marvel Universe. (laughs) But no, he then generally likes to avoid doing any news that has to do with Marvel or Star Wars. Because I don't... I don't like it. I like to do... I'm very
2: new to it, so I don't know any of the history. None of it makes sense to me. Do you
1: know all the history of the Troll Dolls? No. Well, (laughs) so you just ran out of excuses. Drink that sports Chardonnay. (laughs) That should be your thing. Like, you could comp- compete against a skinny girl. You'll have, like, uh you'll, you'll have sports wines. On the go? <laughs> Comes with its own puke bag. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Comes with its own puke
1: Mighty Merlot. <laughs> Chugging away Chardonnay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ski and syrah i don't know like i'm not very that would good at be fun. marketing at that things. would be
2: kind of fun to go skiing and have a little yeah
1: a we'll little squirt bottle of wine Nip. do it do it
2: actually that wouldn't be fun because the whole point in skiing point is in halfway skiing. through the day to have a little like hot toddy next to the fire is that the whole thing? point in skiing well We're half of the point <laughs> <laughs>
1: i thought the point in skiing was actually go skiing
2: yeah but it is kind of fun to get a little, little warmed up and have a little bit of fun in the lodge. Can't get too healthy. Maybe meet somebody and then go skiing with them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And then get in a hot tub. And find a yep. find a tree somewhere.
2: No, I don't do that.
1: Yeah.
2: Nobody wants to hit a tree.
1: Uh, Who
2: wants to have sex in the snow?
1: <laughs> Who wants to get their dick stuck to a tree? You ever had sex in the snow? Uh, not. I haven't well, no, I don't think I have.
2: It's not right.
1: I haven't had sex very kind of like anywhere.
2: In the sand.
1: Sand's not very good. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I wouldn't use a sand.
1: Alright, well let's get into our cocktail corner.
3: I see America drinking. The fabulous cocktails I make. America's getting stinking on
0: something I stir or shake.
1: Well, here we are in Cocktail Corner. We often do a theme to drink about the movies we saw. Sometimes we just do a report on some drink. I don't know. There was a lot of options this week, but we hadn't done a coffee drink, and it's getting towards coffee weather, although I did an iced coffee drink, so I guess it doesn't really really hit the spot. It
0: still
2: is summer.
1: Yeah, because I was starting Tomorrow to think... Tomorrow
2: it's going to be 85.
1: Uh, a lot of the drinks I was thinking about were <laughs> definitely uh, winter drinks and or our fall drinks, and I was trying to not quite get to those. So haven't really done a coffee drink um so what i did is bless you as i made some coffee and i put it in the fridge and put some ice cubes in it (laughs) after it cooled down
2: made some coffee and put it in the fridge
1: and basically um i think a mexican coffee is just kahlua and coffee i believe that's what a mexican coffee is and all we're adding to that is the tequila rose which is Um, we've had that before on the podcast. It is a, um, it's a liqueur with some tequila in it and some strawberry flavor in it. And my idea, one of the reasons I wanted to do this as an ice drink was I wasn't sure how good that would taste hot. I kind of wanted to go for something that would be more like strawberry quick. And, um, don't really have specific measurements on this. Usually when you're doing a coffee drink, you're going to drop in like two ounces of whatever. Like Like
2: half a shot of each
1: yeah that's probably what you do and and i probably went a little heavy on the alcohol on these honestly um but that's fine because we're drinking baby glasses but at home just you know make a pot of coffee pour it in your cup put some ice in it and then just throw a shot in there or a, a, like half a shot of each like you said like I when you're doing when you're doing brandy and, and coffee or tea whatever you probably usually put about a, a shot in there right about mm-hmm. two ounces ounce and a half mm-hmm. okay so I've already mixed these up and put them on our baby tasters. They're actually not too mixed. I don't know if you want to mix them with your finger or anything. It looks like the coffee's already settled. But let's have a little tasty taste. I probably should have brought something. Because so, it looks, like I said, it looks like the cream's floating on top.
2: Cheers.
1: Cheers, you guys. In a moment, we'll have to retaste this. We'll talk about it. And then we'll talk about what we have to drink, too. Mm. I did bring some more of the coffee up if you want to make it stronger. The coffee um, I made is, is somewhat weak. Because the first time I made this one, I went to try it to make sure it wasn't disgusting. The coffee was a little bit strong.
2: Yeah, because so you filled it up too high.
1: So I weakened it a little bit. Well, I, 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 I was strong the first time because I didn't put that much water into it because I wanted to make room for the alcohol. And then I was like, okay, that's not very smart because now I'm just going to have really strong coffee. But, you know. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah. Starbucks could sell this as a little it is a little latte. You can't taste any alcohol in it. Alright, yeah. so Matt, you have something to drink to?
3: Yeah, I'm just uh donating my futon to the cantina and got some new furniture.
1: Yay! <laughs>
0: Enough.
1: Hey, don't talk to Matt like that. He's allowed to drink. Yeah, this week in the VIP booth at the top of the cantina, uh, we had rearranged it for a couple days and put in a blow-up mattress. But now it's somewhat back to normal. But soon we will have some of beer maker Matt's leftover sexting furniture to use for future guests.
3: It's definitely gotten some use.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, so I have a game, you guys.
3: Shall we
1: play a game? We haven't played a game for a while. So, uh, what should be your? What's your favorite uh, heathen? If you had a new animal, what would what, what is the best name for a dog? Or a cat. Or a fish.
2: Uh, Bill Cosby.
1: All right, Matt. If you had a new pet, what would its name be? Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Those are some long <laughs> ring-ins.
2: You're kidding me. That is not what you wanted to name your dog for a long time. I've been looking for Bill Cosby for a long All right, time. So these are your
1: ring-ins. If you want to shorten them to jackson and, Bill? and cosby and cosby, or, okay, or, cosby. Sam, or sam and cosby um is it we, we did a game similar to this uh back i think for bad words so this is another slang game we did a slang trivia game before i'm going to give you some 50 slang because one of the movies we saw was hellfire hellcats high school hellcats <laughs> sorry high school hellcats <laughs> Uh, None of us are experts on 50 slang, so this is anyone's game. If you miss the answer, you have to pick one of the cities and drink the mystery drink underneath. If you both get it wrong, you both have to drink a mystery drink. They're not all all alcoholic, and none of them are gross, like semen or vomit. (laughs) I mean, some people like drinking those things. Is it oatmeal? No, no, they're all all like beverages. (laughs) Okay. And there's no... I thought about putting soy sauce in one, but... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> but I make not I make somebody, I somebody sick.
1: Well, these these are like micro shots. These are like uh sips. Pickle juice? A sips? Yeah, these are like a sips. <laughs> All right, so question. I, do I will give you yeah, pickle juice is fine. I should have put pickle juice in there.
2: He's all pureeing, pureeing cucumbers and No, stuff, pickle so.
1: juice comes in a pickle jar. It's pretty easy to get. You don't have to puree
2: cucumbers. I was cucumbers. just kidding. You're Mr. Serious today. And if you pure, puree Haven't cucumbers. If you, shot. I think you need to hit a baby. Heather, if,
3: Heather trying to milk a cucumber? Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you puree. I said if you, you need p- to p- hit a baby. If you puree, I don't care what you said. If you puree. <laughs> you need to drink for your inane things. <laughs> Ever. If you puree a cucumber, you're going to get cucumber juice, not pickle juice. That's not how that works.
2: I know. I was using a different...
1: I know. A different thing that doesn't work. So, I'll say the word. I'll give you three choices. You guys can ring it at any time to get the correct word. All right. First word is gingiest. What does gingiest mean? Is it nerdiest, strongest, or coolest? Coolest cosby cosby strongest that is incorrect pick a city or or matt can pick a city for you
2: do i have to give you the airport code too no just pick (laughs) the city (laughs) waterloo
1: all right give her waterloo waterloo coming over to heathen
2: i wish you would have put the airport codes
1: airport codes
2: don't make fun of me dick (laughs) ass
1: I like to videotape these. So, Matt, you have a you have a guess? Is it nerdiest, strongest, or coolest? Uh, I'll go coolest. That is incorrect. Go ahead and drink a city.
3: <laughs> well, I'll do Jackson just because.
1: What did you just drink, Heathen?
2: I'm not sure. All right.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, Matt. Go ahead and go for it.
3: Heathen's was pink. Mine's like a
1: is milky Jackson,
2: color. Is Jackson J A X?
1: Yes, and we don't need to get into that. So this is an airplane. Okay, while he's podcast. drinking,
2: I can talk. Ooh, I like this one.
1: Well, it depends. It depends what Jackson. Fuck
2: you.
3: Smells Irish cream.
1: The correct answer is nerdiest.
2: Apparently. <laughs> All
1: right. Nosebleed. Does nosebleed mean? Uh, does it refer to someone with long hair? Does it refer to someone that's a nerd? Does it refer to a car with ra- with a rare with a with a raised rear end? Jackson. Jackson. Nerd. That is correct. Yeah. Ethan, you don't have to drink because you didn't get it wrong, I suppose. <laughs> um, keep, oh, I should keep track of your guys' scores. So, we are at one.
3: Yeah, that's pretty easy to keep.
1: Okay. Okay, <laughs> do, uh, number three. When someone <laughs> says, stable the horses, what does that mean? Does it mean to stop talking? Does it mean to, like, chill out, relax? Or does it mean to park the cars?
2: Um. Cosby. Cosby. Park the cars. That is
1: correct. We're all tied up. Question number four. Lighting up the tilt sign. What does this mean when you say lighting up the tilt sign? Does it mean uh, not telling the truth? Does it mean drag racing? Does it mean uh, something's really impressive? Jackson. Jackson. Not telling the truth. That is correct.
2: Oh, that's what I was going to say. Good work.
1: <laughs> all right, duck butt. what does duck butt mean does that mean a type of muscle car a type of jacket a type of hairstyle
2: uh cosby cosby a type of hairstyle that's
1: correct we're all tied up to two Mm. fat city what is fat city is that like a like a great thing like happy is it a malt shop is it uh when you've got grounded cosby jackson
3: uh the first one happy
1: yes that is correct
2: oh i would have said the all shop so i
3: should let you go then
1: yeah number seven (laughs) we have four choices for the last two antsville what does antsville mean antsville does that refer to a small town does it refer to a place full of people does it refer to a park or does it refer to a bakery jackson jackson small town that's incorrect drink a city cosby cosby
2: it is a place full of a lot of people.
1: That's correct. So you up three to two right now? I won. No, there's one more left. Oh, stop being a snatch. <laughs> why? why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna drink the rest of them.
1: Yeah, I'm supposed to. How was that one? Oh, soy milk. Mmm, it was soy milk. <laughs> I don't know why that's are funny. you
2: sure it could have been cat's milk no
1: it was soy cat's milk that would have it was been
2: really funny turtle like, milk that was, yeah.
1: it was imitation cat's milk okay last one to tie the game mushroom people what does mushroom people refer to does it refer to farmers does it refer to monks does it refer to toes to does it refer to people who come out at night jackson jackson
3: mushroom people
1: or monks monks is incorrect <sighs> Go ahead and have a drink. You...
2: Can you repeat the other ones?
1: Mushroom people. It is farmers, monks, toes, people who come out at night. Uh, Cosby. Cosby. Toes. Toes is incorrect. Go ahead and have a drink. I'm but you have... still you still won the game, though.
2: Uh, I can't see. Is that mammoth?
3: Um... Marion?
2: I don't think I want any piece of Ohio inside of me.
1: You did win, and you we'll get a sticker. Go, hurry up and choose your city.
2: Colorado Springs, PSP. Is that right?
1: No, it is not right.
2: No, that's Palm Springs. Colorado Springs is COS. Thank you.
1: Jesus Christ. Ooh, that one looks like it might be the, the soy sauce. <laughs> did you really <laughs> give me the soy sauce? No.
2: <laughs> Oh, I don't want this. Drink it. I don't want
1: it.
2: I don't want it. I don't want it. Can I switch it? I'm pretty sure you just gave me knife. Will.
1: we So we're here in feature presentation. I don't know how long we were here in feature presentation. I was busy drinking the rest of the shots. Um, so we are still in back to school month with the picture show. And we're about halfway through. This week, as I mentioned, at the top of the show, we saw in chronological order, as far as the years they came out, we saw um, high school Hellcats, and then we saw
2: well you said it right
1: heathers and then we saw mean girls
2: (laughs) i'm surprised you didn't say heathens
1: so we'll start with high school hellcats how we're going to do how we'll break down the rest of the uh, episode is i'll talk a little bit about each movie talk about some things i thought about it you guys can jump in at any time when we get to the end if there's anything you want to talk about that ties everything together then then go ahead and bring it up then high school hellcats came out in 1958 with a running time of 69 minutes. Kind of like some of these old movies because the runtimes can run anywhere from like three hours to like 50 minutes. It's kind of weird. Um, this is before I think movie houses were really that big. Um, well, that's not necessarily true. Because movie houses actually started taking a decline in the 80s. So I, I don't know why, why run times are all over the place back then. Um this was part of a series of teen exploitation films released by American International Pictures in the 50s. This was released as a double feature with um, a movie called Hot Rod Gang. And.
2: Well, that would explain why it was only an hour.
1: Because it was a double feature? Mm mm-hmm. hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I didn't really write down the description to this movie. It is. Uh, and, and you guys want to give a brief synopsis of what this movie is about? Sure. All right.
0: Uh, it's an
2: older version of Greece. Kind of. Because, I wouldn't really say well, that. I mean, the, yeah. Well, with the, the. What was the Grease one? The pink pussycats or the. Hmm. The pink. Pink ladies. That's what they were called.
3: Yeah. There wasn't any murder. In- <laughs>
2: I know. I was really surprised. We were talking about that at work. I was like. The- so,
1: so the synopsis of the movie it's a uh, new girl, new girls for state school. Um the gang that rides this, that that runs the school is called the hellcats and um the girl that joins the school is named joy she's basically a good girl i suppose uh, depends on who you ask her dad seems to think she's a bit of a whore <laughs>
2: even though she's not and the mom's like no
1: and um and then she gets wrapped up in this gang and then what is a good girl to do to fit in when you're expected to do bad things, I guess would be like a brief synopsis of this. So uh, one thing he he then was saying uh, when we watched this, that she likes, she's finding that she likes older movies better and better. And one thing I like about watching older movies, even bad ones, because I don't think this one was particularly good is it gives you an insight into the past, whether how realistic it is um, it may not be because you know, when you watch leave it to beaver, I'm not sure how, Wholesome and goody, goody, every single family was that was like that, but you still get to see like general ideas of how people were portrayed.
3: Yeah, yeah I see that I saw this more as like a propaganda.
1: I did type too. Of film. I wrote that down too. Uh, at times it reminded me of a like a PSA kind of movie about um, just kind of go along and, yeah. and don't get in trouble, but then later on it started reminding me more of I, I saw that they were trying to maybe market this towards teens, because uh, there was a lot of stuff towards the end, like, you really should talk to your children, and you should try to understand them, and and parents don't understand teenagers, like, they started getting into a lot of that, like, parents just don't understand, like Will Smith, but, um, but I thought the family dynamics were pretty interesting in this movie, just like a lot of things you see in the 50s, where the dad is the boss of everything all the time, and um he comes home dinner's expected to be ready drinks are expected to be made for him coffee's supposed to be like like instantly and um even when the wife had something to say the dad could just say that's all i want to talk about it conversation over so and that was i thought kind of interesting um also one thing that, that heather kind of pointed out that i've noticed in other things from the 50s is Things aren't really talked about too much. Like, feelings aren't really talked about. Um, no one ever has any problems. People, everything's perfect, and if anything's bad, you just don't talk about it. And I think that's somewhat true to life. Like, when I was saying back, you know, my grandparents' age, people didn't do social welfare things like that. If you did it, you kept it secret and you went back to work as soon as you could because it was embarrassing. It wasn't something like in today's age where people brag about it or... Um, no one feels bad about it. Even if you can get a job or do something, it's more of a, uh, well, government never did anything for me, so I might as well take all their money. Like, there's not there's not the pride that there was in the 50s about... Of course, the 50s did have some negatives along with that, but since you never did talk about things that were wrong with you, I'm sure like suicide rates and, and uh, being gay and things like that were really hard to deal with because you didn't ever talk about anything like that.
3: And yeah, there really wasn't any media, so there was I mean, even if that stuff was happening, you would have, you know, never heard about it.
1: Yeah. Just town gossip, maybe. Do you hear about Roger? He lost his job. Right. Do you hear about the Wilsons? Yeah. They're Negroes. <laughs> Like, stuff like that, you know? People would have barbecues and talk Pretty about sure stuff. Pretty
2: they know that Bernie grows. Everybody could tell. No,
1: when the new family moves in, <clears throat> people maybe don't know. Anyway.
3: Something else I was thinking about, though, when I was watching it. Like, the guy was putting himself through school, going to college, mm-hmm. and paying his rent and everything, working at a coffee shop. There's no way. you. I mean, there's people could that do go that that like, today. Starbucks that do it, but that's because Starbucks, you know...
1: It has some uh, reimbursement.
3: Yeah, So, it... It's something else that you know would never happen today, you could not have you know just Joe Schmo working down at the general store putting himself through college. And, yeah, you know, what
1: did he say? He was studying like uh, t- uh electrical engineering, something like that. Like yeah. something he, I mean, yeah. he could have been going to some sort of trade school that maybe wouldn't have been as expensive, but you're right, you know, just working at a malt shop where a ham sandwich costs 35 cents.
2: Yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> um.
1: I, I wrote down that all the main characters were pretty weak, and I was gonna say all the characters in general, but I wrote down um, the substitute in the very beginning who was just a very, very just weak person. He just got ran over by the class, and he 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 just couldn't take it anymore. He, he didn't even yell. He just left, and he came back, and everything was fine. And then there was the storekeeper when they went to go stealing, who not really any fault of his own, but you know he got stolen from basically. Um, the dad was just a very bossy, demanding, somewhat irrational person that just went around hitting people when he felt like it. The, uh, oh, the, one of my favorite parts in the movie, because this movie made me laugh a couple times. Um, the boy at the tree, so I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, that Joyce, the main character, had to go through three dares to get into the um, Hellcats. Why don't and you her, just talk about it right now? And her third dare was to go talk to this boy uh, that was like all over a girl standing next to a tree. Like they were really close to get, you know, they looked like they were obviously together. And um, the dare was she had to go up and ask that boy to the dance or to a party. And I love the boy's reaction. He was just like, hell yeah, that's that's fine. And like the the girl he was with <laughs> is like... No, you can't do that. And he's like, shut up.
3: <laughs> I don't owe you anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that part. It made me laugh. So that guy was just kind of a jerk. Um, the main guy, Mike, in this was very clingy and they got together really quickly. She, hang, she hung out like once in the coffee shop and then he was all in her business constantly about where she was at and was like, I
2: think that was just more. You're my girl now. That was more for time saving yeah. and. You're not supposed to be in a serious relationship.
3: Well, yeah, and that also happened, like between the time that they met and the time that they were, you know, at the lake. Um, There was supposed to be some. Yeah, it it was like at least a week or two. Still, Mm -hmm. he
1: seemed pretty clingy. Um, Then, oh, and then then the guy. Then,
2: though, if you were in a relationship, it was a relationship, not just how it is now knocking so. boots
1: then the guy i think i can't remember his name but the guy that would kind of uh, set up the party that they went to he just told everyone to leave and not to tell anyone that there's a dead body in the cellar that's not really a, <laughs> quite of an upstanding guy <laughs> although he did clean up um lieutenant manners he didn't seem too bad he was the cop i didn't write anything about him that he was too bad uh and i wrote the only positive role to me really was the health teacher she seemed like a really good person.
3: Well, despite what you said about the boyfriend, I think he had a lot stronger role than what you gave him credit for. Yeah, I he, mean, he was kind of the the positive role model for the main character.
1: He was. Um, he he. The, the the Hellcats didn't want her to hang out with him because he was like a goody goody kind of person, and like you said, he he was working and putting himself through school and didn't have any family, but he still was very clingy. I don't
2: think he was clingy at all. But I think that was fit for the time. I just don't think you understood that.
1: And, and another way I think, he, I think he was weak was when... <laughs> You're the, wrong, Kevin. When the, when, You're when, very wrong about that. When um, he drops her off or she picks her up from the, after the party and the two guys run him off the road and he beats them up. And he says, I'm going to call the police. And she's like, no, no, I know them. He's like, but they just try. They just beat the shit out of me and mug me. She's yeah. like, no, it's fine. He's like, they're friends of yours. No, they're not friends with mine. Just it's fine. Just it's your job to get the shit beat out of you. Don't do anything about it. Don't. But he's anything. clingy.
2: You don't make any sense. He's Clingy
1: and he's weak. Yeah. No. Um.
2: That's how it was at the time.
1: Was it? You were <laughs> yes. there. Yeah. Men were Literally, allowed to be clingy and pussies.
2: They're not. Cl- that wasn't being clingy.
1: That was very clingy. No. He was all up in her business all the time. Where are you going? Who are you hanging out with? I was like, man, you know me for a week. Cool your jets. So she had to do the three initiations. What was the first initiation, Heathen?
0: Um,
2: she had to steal something. Nope.
1: That was initiation number two. Oh. They, even the movie opened up with oh, it. Oh, the
2: first one was Slack's Day.
1: Yeah, and Dolly says, that one's too easy, and then throws the knife into the bathroom. <laughs> so slack tests they uh they have a school uniform they were going to a all-girls school right
2: and obviously the teacher knew that she did it
1: well i'm not sure about that so you're not because you're not allowed to wear slacks at school and she uh the, the gang said they're all wearing slacks tomorrow and of course they didn't this happens throughout movies throughout history that's it when she-
2: happens. <laughs> Just that movie that we watched the other day, they they made her do a slack test. Well, not
1: slack test, but no, they do something like, we're all going to, you know, shave our head tomorrow, and then they don't. This has been done a bunch of times. Of course, after this movie. That's when she leaves, and she goes to the, uh, the, the diner and meets Mike, Mike the Clinger. Then... <laughs>
2: I'm not going to tell you. About what what this stage movie clinger was
3: he, Kevin?
1: <laughs> uh, on a, on a, God, on a so
2: retarded.
1: On a, uh, from zero to 10, he was like a 6.5 clinger. Like, he wasn't horrible. I <laughs> totally
2: disagree with you. Um, this is going to be a really long podcast. So well, like... if you
1: keep interrupting me.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not.
1: Really? Then uh, initiation number two, she had to steal something. Initiation number three. She um, had to
2: steal something else, but it was a boy.
1: No, she didn't have to steal anything. She just had to go ask someone to dance. He didn't even have to say yes or no.
2: She stole the boyfriend from another girl, basically. Okay, well, uh,
1: she didn't have to do that. The the dare was she just had to go ask him.
3: But then she ended up fighting him off the whole time at the parties. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's when they played a game called Sardines.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which was not very good for...
1: It was just basically a date rape game. <laughs> so, <laughs> sardines, everyone, uh, you, you hand out a pack of cards to all the guys. The guy that has, I don't remember, I think it was an Ace of Clubs, something like that. Um, they turn off the lights, and whoever has the Ace of Clubs has to identify as many people as, as they can in the room with the lights off, which just means going around and sticking your dick in people and grabbing titties. <laughs> um, and then, and then, as the guy says, and then we do it again, so that everyone can get their dick wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Interesting game. not really sure why it was called Sardines. Are Sardines blind or something?
3: I think it's just a way to turn the lights off and have all the guys groping them girls. Yep.
1: Um, Going back a little bit, did you guys ever have to go through any type of initiation or anything like that? Or put anyone through initiation? I used to have have an initiation uh, for my group of like four people that anytime you wanted to hang out with us for the first time, you had to go steal something from Walgreens. And you had to go do... um, the bar we went to, it was called McGee's, and it would have all these different theme nights through the month, so it was really weird, and we would call it Welfare Wednesdays would be the uh, like first Wednesday of the month when everyone got their welfare checks. That would be like the ghetto night, and then you also had to go on country night, and you had to go to experience both worlds. So those, those are my three initiations. Welfare Wednesdays, uh, Cowboy so Night, with you. and uh, Steal Something from Walgreens. Hmm. And I just, yeah. Okay. Any Anything from either of you? Any initiations? Anyone?
3: The only initiation I ever, ever had to go through was for scouting. We had a special.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Girl Scouts, you must have lived in like a really small town to be like, if you want to hang out with me, I don't know, <laughs> Kevin, you're really weird.
1: I didn't make anything. I didn't do any butt stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, next thing. <laughs> I thought it was interesting how much they drank coffee in this film, and that's one of the reasons we did the coffee drink. These girls were like 16, 17, and just pounding away the coffee. Don't um, have anything else to say Maybe because
2: that. they couldn't drink alcohol or something like that in movies You're at the time. supposed
1: to go to the malt shop and get yourself a malt. Yeah. Not be drinking coffee i will stunt or, your growth. Or a pop. Yeah.
3: And then the dad who comes home after... All day of work and once a coffee.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, is that coffee ready yet? Like, after one second, she leaves the room. I mean, how quickly? (laughs) Instant coffee didn't even exist back then, and he's already bitching about it, going through the withdrawals. Uh, During the when they're playing sardines, the the main bad girl, the head of the Hellcats, Connie, um, there's a scream. Be- and nothing really happens at first because there's a lot of screaming going on as people are getting raped. And then we find out that Connie has fallen down the stairs. And then they clean up the party. Because what they've done is they've broken... I I've- haven't really done this, but I've thought about things like this. As you wait for people to... Uh, like vacation houses, you wait for people to leave. And then you break in. And that's what they did is they broke in and they had a party at a, at a, at a house where they'd been waiting for people to leave. So then they clean up the house, and they leave the dead body at the bottom of the stairs. And I'm just thinking that's got to be really weird to come back from your vacation to Cape Cod or wherever they're at and find a a dead teenage girl at the bottom of your stairs for whatever reason.
3: I think you'd, yeah, smell it first.
1: Probably, because it was, five days. yeah, about five days or so. Um, The only other thing I had to say about this movie, really, I didn't write down, was that the dad was just very slap-happy. Um, there's a part where, um, he tells Joyce to do something and she doesn't do it and he just punches her and then the mom's like, why did you do that? And he's like, I don't know.
2: He slaps her and doesn't punch her. Well,
1: it was still hella funny.
3: <laughs> While well, she was, she was back
1: talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. She was wearing her slip yeah. downstairs. And he said, how many times I tell you to wear clothes when you're downstairs? And she's like, Dad, it's, he didn't, she didn't even get to finish about saying it's just yeah. a slip. And he, uh, you don't talk after I talk. I'm the dad. What I tell you to do, you do.
3: She's another weird thing. Because when they were talking about the wife was trying to get him to go away for the weekend without the daughter. He's like, no, she has to go. Mm -hmm. She has to go. No, it was yeah, it was something weird. He said, like, I want her with me.
1: (laughs) I think there was some sex stuff going on there.
3: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Let's move on. Anything else about Hellfire High School
2: Hellcats? (laughs) You might want to take the stuff off of your car. Yeah,
1: I know. I'll have to redo them. All right, let's move on to Heather's. Heathers, which came out in 1999, has a runtime of 103 minutes. It's the longest of all of these films. I have a few background details on this movie. Um, two stars of the movie died at an early age in ways which were eerily, eerily prophesized by the script. Jeremy Applegate, uh, he played Peter Dawson, the character who prays um, that he will never commit suicide. In real life, he actually committed suicide with a shotgun. And Kim Walker, who played Heather Chandler, uh, she has a line in the movie, Do you have a bra- did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? She died of a brain tumor later on. Kind of spooky. Uh, Brad Pitt auditioned for the role of JD, the role that went to horrible Christian Slater. Uh, he was rejected because he was considered too nice for the part, which I could understand, especially at that time. Christian Slater has stated that his performance was heavily inspired by Jack Nicholson, which I guess anyone who knows Christian Slater knows that that's what Christian Slater does with every movie. Um, He claims that he wrote a letter to Nicholson asking him to watch the film, but he never received an answer, which isn't really a surprise because Nicholson's supposed to be a huge asshole. It's really hard for me to watch this movie, and that's the biggest part. The role of heather um, mcnamara the cheerleader was originally offered to 17 year old actress heather graham but heather graham's parents decided against her doing the role because of the dark subject matter the role of veronica was attended for jennifer connelly who turned it down this would have been not too long i don't think after her labyrinth role the original screenplay had a different ending in which veronica kills jd by shooting him and then straps the bomb um, onto her chest Blowing up as JD does in the final ending. What is placed in the final ending um, is that uh, the movie ends with an eerie prom sequence set in heaven, tying into JD's assertion that the only place everyone will truly get along is in heaven. The prom begins with students dancing with each other within their own cliques, and then they switch partners into odd different cliques, like Jocks dancing with. Um, nerds and metalheads dancing with Heathers, one of the murder jocks getting his prom picture taken with a tipped cow. Um, the punch being served as the drain cleaner used in the first murder scene and Dump Truck is singing on stage as the entertainment for the evening. This was intended to be shot, but the studio thought it was too dark for the target teenage crowd and opted for a lighter ending. Another part of an alternate ending that uh, never happened was Martha Dump Truck. She was the, the big one that they first make the forged the letter about in the beginning Um, she stabs veronica martha shouts fuck you heather veronica lying on the ground with a knife in her stomach replies my name's not heather my name's not heather winona ryder who plays veronica she claims that um, she has many favorite moments from the film the one that usually comes to mind she says is when she's walking up the hill after seeing jd after the cow tipping scene and in the background just barely visible heather mcnamara is being date raped by one of the jocks Writer says the scene is so subversive and dark that once you notice it, you can't stop thinking about it. Writer Daniel Waters said in an interview um, that he did come up with a sequel, Heather's 2, in which Veronica becomes a page for a senator named Heather. The ending is her assassinating the president and getting away with it. <laughs> Winona Ryder has heavily supported the idea for the sequel, but obviously it's never come about so christian slater one thing i think about this and i bring this up every now and again um i don't get it as much now i still get it once in a while but occasionally when there's an actor or a singer that i don't like and i say i don't like that person or they're talentless um i get accused and i used to get accused a lot saying oh you're just jealous because he's so cute so i used to hear that about christian slater because i wouldn't watch christian slater movies i would say he's awful and they'd say well you're just jealous and then i would name all of these other actors that i think are very good looking who i like they're acting. Christian um, Slater, I just think, is, is is really awful.
3: So you haven't seen uh, Mr. Robot?
1: Is he in that? Mm. He's probably gotten better, I'm sure. Uh, he's probably... He's yeah, pretty
3: much the same character, he? but yeah.
1: he's He couldn't have been... Because I, I do know Christian Slater, as he got older, some of the Jack stuff got less... This is probably his most Jack Nicholson-esque part. Yeah. Like, Pump Up the Volume was a little bit better, still, bad. I'm trying to think of some other Christian Slater movies. He... He got less and less annoying as he got older.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah.
1: And he's one of those actors that I probably would like to see in something now and be like, oh, it's Christian Slater. That's cool. Just back then, he drove me crazy.
3: I liked him in the last TV series that he did that kind of flopped, where they were like a uh, group of security. They'd basically try and break into, they were. They would get hired to break into places to yeah. exploit their weaknesses.
1: I don't know. So I don't know uh in this movie there is a scene where they all talk to god which is very similar to election election has a scene where all all the main characters talk to god and this one they do the same thing saying i think the most interesting one in this movie was when shannon doherty is saying thank you god for hearing my prayers and knowing that i've wanted her to die for so long um or the or the other guy that's like why'd you like let such a hot piece of snatch die i'm just kidding god but you understand The, uh, speaking of the cow tipping and the double dating scene, um, I, it's a pretty awkward, the girls didn't, well, Veronica didn't really want to go on the date, and it seemed like a horrible date to go on, I've never been on a cow cow tipping date, I have been on some bad dates, I've been on, um, I've never, I'm trying to think I've ever been on a double date, I've been on a triple date before, where it ended up that I ended up with two of the girls as my date, and then one of the guys didn't have anyone. He just became the driver, and I felt kind of bad for him. But That's weird. It was a blind triple date. So my friend and his girl uh, had a couple friends they wanted to go out, so we went out, and um, like I said, it sort of ended up okay for me. I guess. It was interesting. Um, it, was, it did start out awkward because I'd never been on a blind date before. And I left the Halloween, I wasn't a Halloween party, it was around, um, we were doing a cost. we were doing an anti-Valentine's Day party, so we were having a costume party for Valentine's Day. And I left the party to go to the designated parking lot to meet the person, because I didn't know what they looked like, and I was really nervous, so I was sitting in the car and I pounded a bunch of, I think they were like wine coolers, and... Uh, Then I went to walk across to the payphone where I was supposed to meet the girl. And then the whole time, the girl that had been sitting in the car across from me while I was pounding the the, um, wine coolers watching me was my date. So not a great first impression, I suppose, for the person to just see you sitting in your car slamming alcohol. But
3: Have you ever gone uh, cow tipping before? I've
1: never been cow tipping. Uh, Apparently, in my county, which I grew up in, people have talked about doing this. I don't know what would be fun about it. I've heard that some people did it one time and it didn't work out, and the cow ended up chasing them.
3: Yeah, because I, I mean, cows sleep on the ground. They don't usually stand up and sleep. So I, I've heard like mixed stories. Like it's not, you know, it's just kind of an urban legend kind of a thing. You can't really go go t- cow tipping because most cows actually lay down when they go to sleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, some may sleep standing up for a while. I have no idea. I had cows growing up, but I didn't watch them sleep. I would have had cows chase me, so I do believe that part of the story, that's, that these kids tried to go couch tipping, and then the cows just chased them. Um, most of the cows that we had were nice, but there was one that was really... You could see that she was mean in her eyes. She had, like, mean red eyes. She chased me. She tried to bite me all the time, too. That cow was horrible. Um... There's a part in this movie I think is amusing, although it sort of makes sense because these two cops are smoking pot when you first see them. But when they go to find the um the two guys dead, the two football players, he uses a stick, like a tool or a stick, to pick up the gun off the ground, like you see in a lot of movies, because you don't want to touch the evidence. So he uses a stick to pick up the gun and then he just pushes, yeah. puts it in his hand. <laughs> and I said, alright, that's brilliant. And the the material that jd christian slater leaves around him he calls them homosexual artifacts i thought they were kind of interesting the homosexual artifacts were um like bonbons he calls it a candy dish but it was like something you give someone for valentine's day a joan crawford postcard is joan crawford like an icon for gay people i know judy garland is i didn't realize that joan crawford was
3: i don't think yeah don't i've never heard that
1: but joan crawford postcard uh, a magazine called stud puppy and then mineral water.
3: <laughs> Which was the clincher. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was the clincher. It's what the cop picks up at the end, and the other guy's like, they are fags. Something like that. I drink a lot of mineral water. Well, as, as Winona Ryder says, uh, mineral water's come a long way. And JD says, but this is Ohio. Unless you have a brew in your hand, you might as well be a homo. I can't remember what he says, but it says something like that. All right. Anything else to say about Heather's?
2: Just that it's one of those iconic movies from the time, of course. It
1: is. I had a little a bit easier time watching this than Clueless, but it kind of gave me the feeling of why I didn't like this movie when it came out. I think when this movie came out, it was a commercial flop uh, it was. right when I was reading, and it didn't. It became like a cult movie later on. Mm-hmm. And I can understand um, that because it's just not very good, I don't think. Uh, another thing I was thinking when I was watching this movie, and it kind of goes along with when we were talking about Election was I don't think this movie could come out now. It's too much like the all the shootings and everything that go on, and Christian yeah. Slater's basically dressed like one of those Colorado Mafia guys with the trench coat and everything. And he actually
3: pulls out a gun in school, a yeah. three fifty seven Magnum in school, and shoots blanks at two guys, and then nothing happens to him. He gets yeah. like sent home from school that day, yeah. and then he's back at school the next day like nothing happened. There's no way.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I don't think this movie would would come out nowadays. I don't think it could. Um, Shannon Doherty, apparently she had some trouble with some of her scenes because she came from a very strict family, and it was hard for her to say her dialogue that required swearing and things like that, which is funny because Shannon Doherty later became like a huge drugged-out whore, much like um, Lindsay Lohan. You know, post 9-11, she got a huge reputation for being a a bitch and a, Mm -hmm. a slut, but that happens to a lot of those Christian girls. Alright, moving on to Mean Girls, 2004, 97 Minutes. This was Tina Fey's debut script. Uh, This was also the feature fame debut for Amanda Seyfried. Um, This was based on a book um, called Queen Bees and Wannabes, Helping Your Daughter Survive Clicks, Gossip Boyfriends, and Other Realities of Adolescence. Um, Even though this book is a non-fiction parental self-help guide with no narrative at all, Apparently, uh, Tina Fey didn't know that this was didn't know this was a um, like a self help book. She didn't realize it wasn't a story, and she thought she'd really gotten herself in trouble um, because she'd already agreed, she'd already made a agreement with the movie studio to make an adaptation of this book. And then she read the book and was like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm going to adapt this book. It's not a story. It's a it's like a guide. It's a parental guide." Originally, Lindsay Lohan was cast as Regina, who is the uh, the head of the plastics. Uh, but she decided to play the nice girl so the public wouldn't base her real personality on Regina's. Rachel McAdam was chosen to play the mean girl because only nice girls can play mean girls, according to the producer. I meant to look up to see, because I, I thought this might have been her first movie as well. And I was wondering if it was Lacey Chabert's um, first movie. She she was the youngest daughter, or youngest sister from Party of Five. Um, they did a few things to get keep this thing with a PG rating. There is a scene where uh, Katie is asked, "Is your muffin, uh, if her uh, muffin was buttered?" This line was originally going to be, "Is your cherry popped?" The same goes for the girl who quote made out with a hot dog. In the original script, it was she uh, was the girl who masturbated with a hot dog. So they changed those to get a PG-13 rating. Um, the scene in which Katie walks in on Jason and Gretchen kissing at her party. In the original draft of the script, she walks in on Gretchen giving him a blowjob. But they changed that again to get the PG-13. On August 13th, 2013, the White House tweeted a photo of the Obama's dog, Bo, holding a tennis ball in his mouth with the caption, Bo, stop trying to make fetch happen. Uh, So, of course, if you've seen the movie, you know that's so fetch is the thing that Amanda Seyfried's character keeps trying to, to bring up. Um... So, this movie is about a girl that was homeschooled and lived in Africa for a while. So, her first day of school, she's kind of clueless and lost a little bit and doesn't know a lot of pop culture things. There is a part where uh, one of the Heathers, probably Regina, says, you probably don't even know who Ashton Kutcher is. And um, and uh, Katie says, what is that, a band? So, I think if I was going to name a band after an actor or an actress, I would name my band... B. Arthur, hmm. from the Golden Girls. Welcome to the stage, B. Arthur. Really? Yeah. The <laughs> sexiest golden girl, if you go back to episode two or three, when we have the sexiest golden girl conversation.
2: Interesting. I don't know.
1: No thoughts? My, at first I was thinking Sean Connery would be a really good name for a band, but then I switched to B. Arthur, because that's a little bit...
3: I like, I
1: like Jude Law. Dude Law? That actually sounds like that would be pretty tough. Yeah. Dude Law. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you think about uh, in the film? um, Katie has a crush on a boy in her math class, and then she's told by the other plastics that she cannot like him because that is Regina's ex boyfriend. Did you guys have any rules now or then about dating friends' exes? I usually didn't date them, I just stuck my dick at them. Just kidding. I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> I think it just kind of depends.
1: Uh for me personally, I just had a personal I didn't I didn't really ask my friends to do it or not do it. As a as a rule to me, I didn't do it. Um I've talked about this before. I came from a really small town, so you knew everything, everyone that they'd ever been with. I was going
2: to say, wouldn't that be difficult? Yeah, so... Where you came from? So
1: it would be hard for me because I would know everything that my friends had done to them, and, um, I mean, I did have, I have dated some friends' exes, but... Like, it was relationships that didn't go that far with my friends. Like, they may be dated for, like, two or three days. I don't even know if you call that dating. They were interested in each other for, like, a couple dinners. Like, I don't think I could date someone where my friend actually stuck his penis in someone else. Because when I w- would be having sex with that girl, I'd be thinking, like, yeah Like, my penis is touching where his dick was. I'd rather be touching a stranger's dick, I guess. But
3: No, I've never had that issue or i've never thought about thought about it i guess and if oh go ahead so yeah i mean i he wasn't like a really good friend but he was somebody that i hung out with mainly because i i did like his girlfriend <laughs> um so we'd hang out a lot and then you know after they broke up they were actually he he was going to propose her and they never ended up You know, getting married or anything. So they broke up because she didn't want to get married to him. Um, And then uh, it's like, yeah, like almost a year later, I started dating her, but I'd never even once thought about him. But Mm -hmm. I guess that was mainly because the whole time I really didn't.
1: You weren't that close of friends. See, with me, if my friends really did date someone, like I was a close friend and they dated for a while, um, I would start to look differently at those girls. I don't think I could ever date them because I either found out I didn't like them. Or if I did like them, they became almost like a sort of sister to me. I felt really protective of them. On the rare occasion where I did like a girl and sparks flu, we just never let anything happen. And just because you got to be mature sometimes. Aww. Heather, you ever date anyone's exes?
2: No. Hmm. Um, I had a friend that did. Uh, a lot of my exes, but that
3: was it. <laughs> Did you know she was doing a lot of your exes yeah. at the time? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she was still a friend. All right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind, of, I kind of used her as uh, somebody that if a boyfriend was going to date her, it's not somebody that I would want to be with.
1: Yeah. Um... There's a line She's in the p-
2: still one of my really good friends, but whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't I don't I I can't think of an, in my world anyone that w- we had serious relationships with the with the same girl at all. Um, Katie says in this movie, in girl world, all fighting is sneaky. What do you think about that, heathen In girl world, is all fighting sneaky?
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, girls are just scandalous.
1: Is it all playing like those little political games?
3: Yeah. Yeah, but once you know about it, it, it's...
2: I don't know. I don't know. I prefer the way that I would just do it is is with your fists instead of the backhanded stuff.
1: Well, that's what she wanted to do in the movie. She says, I understand how this would be played out in the jungle. Right. And they do that a couple times and in the movie. And she
2: said... No, that's not how you're supposed to do it. It's all sneaky. And...
1: Yeah, because she'd end up looking like the the cunt if she ended up doing that, like irrational and horrible, and she would never get the guy. So, yeah, she's got to play her game. They have their whole game plan of stripping away her body, stripping away her crones. Um, I can't remember what the other one, other thing was in their game plan. She the also says... The boyfriend Yeah, the boyfriend. Uh, she says, towards the end of the movie, have you ever walked up and people were just talking about you.
2: Yep, I've had that too.
1: I like the way you're rubbing your eye right into the microphone. <laughs> Did you happen, does it happen to you recently?
2: Um, maybe at work, but I don't really care because I don't do anything. How do you but... know they
1: were talking about you? Because they go like, because everybody Here she talks comes. about everybody at work. Here she comes. So. <laughs> i think i'm too oblivious to ever realize that's happened it probably i think people talk about me while i'm in front of them and i don't realize it actually that just happened this weekend he then was talking shit about me and sparks and i didn't hear what she said
2: i wasn't talking about you at all that's the funny thing you thought i was no because you
1: said you were you're like oh yeah he's just a dumbass
2: no i was kidding
1: oh so you did say it now it's all coming out Not
2: talking about you i was talking about justin
3: (laughs) I've I've been at a girl's house at a party um, that I was you know most likely going to sleep with that night and then walked out onto the the patio and one of her friends is like blatantly making fun of me <laughs> like I said something like my I had big ears and I look like a mouse or something I was like all right well I'm out of here
1: I'm trying to think if that's happened to me because I've 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 been on the other end of that where I say stuff where people have been there because I'm a dick <laughs> but I'm trying to remember if I've like I said, I've probably walked in on it and they just ended up laughing at the joke thinking they were talking about someone else because I'm pretty oblivious. Um, in high school football, we were in a huddle and I said shit about someone. I said, oh, at least so-and-so's not in on this play. Apparently he was. He was like, I'm right here. I was like, oh, I knew you were there. I was just kidding. I said that because I knew you were there later as i got old i was i wasn't able to pull off things i mean i probably didn't pull it off but later on i would just get frozen when i would get caught talking shit
2: i'm the one i'm usually the one that says embarrassing things (laughs) and not not realizing like i did say something embarrassing this weekend in front of eugene but whatever (laughs) hopefully he'll forget
1: what are you talking about asians
2: Mm, yeah kind of she was
1: also talking about we were at the Bloom festival in reno she was talking about all kinds of races while they were standing there that's probably
2: why i made the asian comment and and it just slipped out no i was purposely making those comments yeah
1: i know because you're kind of a dick
2: well especially being around jess that didn't help at all because she's an asshole too so if you get two assholes together you have a whole ass and then eugene Oh yeah I just made open mouth insert foot, oh well, anyway,
1: so also in this movie, um they have a Halloween party, and um the girl not knowing uh Katie
0: That's what you're being a real coos.
1: being a real coos um. She talks about that Halloween is just for people to dress up as sluts now, as everyone knows. So what do you think? I, I know Heathen's not for slutty Halloween for whatever reason. Most guys are. Guys don't typically... Some guys dress slutty. Now, Now I see it more and more often. I think the last Halloween party that I went to um, at one of the bars, there was like a lot of guys that were basically just wearing underwear. I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, I'm not going to do it because I don't have the body for it. But if I did, I'd I'd go as He-Man or something like that, and get a blonde wig and just wear underwear and boots and a There's sword.
3: Several people at a superhero crawl that did like the whole body paint thing. Girls or guys? Both. Hmm. There was one girl that was basically Mystique, so she was mm-hmm. just naked with blue. That was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: That's fine and all. I just think that there's other ways to be artistic. That's all.
1: And I and I agree not really with that statement, but I do agree with Heathen a little bit that I think Halloween has gotten a little bit too slutty. I mean, I hate to Almost. say that as a guy, but um, to oh. me, Halloween is more about having fun than mm-hmm. actually being a slut. And
2: right, I mean, you have it's it's about decorating. You're you know coming up with the costume. Another thing is uh, location. If you're living in Arizona or somewhere warm, then maybe you might be able to get away with something a little more skimpier, but definitely you still need to think about being artistic, not just, oh, another reason to go out in my lingerie, and I'm going to put, like, she says, I'm a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's dressed in her lingerie. I'm a mouse and points at her mouse ears. No. But Halloween and, like, the Santa Crawl, it's fucking cold. Like, I and I have, I am a victim. I, I've i done it myself. I'm a victim. I'm not a victim. I am, I've done it myself. A hypocrite?
1: You're a victim yes. of your own choices.
2: <laughs> yes, I've done it myself, and now that I'm older, I don't really want to freeze my ass off. However, I still look very cute on Santa Crawl and managed to be
3: completely close
2: sexy looking but
1: <laughs> well even recently uh, i don't I'm remember hearing naked. this this year but i think the year before that there's costumes companies getting in trouble for making kids costumes that are too sexy mm-hmm. and that's i think one of my problems for the whole sexiness about halloween is that females already have enough trouble with body issues and body images and are over sexualized in a way that you have um basically on a kid's holiday you have grown women going around looking like complete hooches, and then you have younger, impressionable girls thinking that that's the way they have to be, and that it perpetuates itself. So, again, as Heathen was saying, based on location. So if you're going to an exotic erotic ball or something like that, like I've, I've been to things like that, of course you're going to dress like a, like a whore, because that's what it's for. But if you're just walking around downtown or midtown of your city, um, or even, you know going
2: to a halloween party dressed like a salad. Yeah, then double dress like a like you're going to sleep.
1: I think sometimes it gets a little far and and it, and then it's just fun. I mean, to me it's it's funny. It's to me it's funny almost in a way that porn parodies are funny that every year you keep seeing sexy sexy versions of costumes and it's like sexy pizza, sexy taco, sexy mario. I mean, they're just like getting really silly some of the sexy costumes that they make because it's just I don't know, and and like Ethan said, you can look sexy without looking like a a, a streetwalker. I mean, on the Santa Crawl, you can wear clothes and and not be just in your underwear. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining too much about that because <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine that it's completely turned into something that it didn't originally you know was designed to be. It, it it's basically turned out to be you know a bunch of adults dressing up sexy and getting drunk and having sex yeah rather than you know a celebration of the harvest yeah
2: if you have the body i say celebrate it you know yeah. um but then there's also that fine line i'm not going to tell somebody what to do and not what and what not to do i just would like it if everybody could <laughs> Well, kind of know where that line is just just
1: in general not with just halloween just in general i think that people should be more aware of their surroundings and their effect on other people mm-hmm. so as i said if you're going to a party with all adults or going to you know specifically a, a, a sexy theme party then that's fine but you see on halloween people just walking around kids and stuff dressed like this or um i don't know just like you know, with anything else, people that swear too much in public in the daytime and a oh, family that's restaurant. Oh, what I was gonna or,
2: say. Like at four o'clock in the morning, when we were going to the Patrol, um, some guy was just dropping the f bomb like it was nothing, like over and over again. And finally, I just said, "Will you watch your mouth?" And he was like, "Ooh, it's a free country. Somebody sensitive." And it, uh, no. Just and he was dressed
1: wa- way too sexy.
2: Nobody <laughs> wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it at 4 o'clock
1: in the morning. When you're out in public.
3: Oh, yeah. It's not even is it? Mm. All
1: right. Anything else you want to say to tie these movies together? There's a lot in common between these movies. We have the Plastics, we have the Hellcats, we have the Heathers. I don't even know if the Heathers was the name of the group. They just said they were the most popular clique, but I don't know.
2: It's the Heathers. Yeah. Um,. I just thought it was interesting how they can all, uh, girls manipulate uh, each other into being a group or can manipulate an entire situation or a school.
1: Going back to Mean Girls, Heather's, even though I said I didn't really like it, one thing I did like about it, especially for the time it came out, even though I thought it was fairly unrealistic, it did, out of maybe these three movies, did the best about calling out um, issues in high school and things to deal with, like, bulimia. bulimia. Um, you know, it's like the, Veronica had to help Shannon Doherty throw up the stomach, or in the um, dealing with homosexuality, dealing, you know, kind of foreshadowing, like I said, uh, violence that would happen in high schools later with the Columbine stuff and all of that. Um as far as depicting the school, it seemed a, a little bit more, other than pulling a gun out, I guess, on someone. But it it seemed a little bit more realistic than Hellcats or um, or Mean Girls. Mean Mean Girls. I, I watch this movie about every four or five years. I don't watch it that much, and every time I watch it, I think I like it a little bit more.
3: Yeah, and I think even though they're all kind of the same genre, they all took you know a little. Despite being you know different times, mm-hmm. they all kind of took a different angle or a different approach. Yeah
1: the the, the parent the parental units were a little bit different. Um,
3: I think uh, JD Christian Slater's role was definitely more influential to uh, I don't know, what's her name than than the the girl click was.
1: Yeah, for sure, because she wanted. Uh, she was reminding me a little bit when we were watching Clueless, like she wanted to go against the grain a little bit and do something good. She was feeling bad about the thing she was doing, like Cher and Clueless was like, "Okay, I've been kind of shallow. I want to do something else." And then Veronica and Heather's was like, "I've, I've done a lot of shitty things, and I, I I don't want to really do this anymore." And 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 Heather is a de- a demon. Like in the beginning, she's writing her diary about how she wants Heather to die because she's the wicked witch of the East or the West. She can't make up her mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I think, uh, Heather's was probably pretty, pretty, uh, influential on some other movies that came out after that. They haven't taken too many dark looks at movies. And I think of all the movies we're going to look at for back to school month, we're not going to see anything as dark. The only thing I could think of, that would be worse would be like um what was that movie uh uh, kids there's a movie called kids Uh and i think there was another one from the same director called something like the suburbs or something like that where it gets really realistic just like 13 year olds fucking and doing drugs and beating people up and things like that anything else about these three movies
2: no do you want to do your rinks
1: Sure. The Five. All right, so the ranks this week, we have five places you can take your meals. And these are taken from these movies, and most of them are common sense things for the most part, where you would take your meals. So there's The Mall. The Mall is showing up a lot in these movies, of course. One of
2: them is very common. Of
1: course, you would see um, uh, in any teenage movies. I mean, we saw Mall in Clueless. We saw Mall. Nearly every movie we've seen the Mall. Bathroom Stall from Heather's is where uh, veronica has to take one of her meals school cafeteria we see this again and again and again the school cafeteria is is a good microcosm of a teenager's life it's at least that's what they use it for in a lot of these movies showing how all the, the bathroom different clicks
2: stall is for mean girls
1: is it for mean girls yeah. yeah okay um coffee shop from high school Hellcats. high school hellcats
2: or whatever, hellfire.
1: <laughs> and with your parents, which is also very common. Um, and Heather's, uh, Veronica eats outside with her parents. And some of the other ones, they eat inside with their parents. So, Matt, you can rank those however you want. Maybe based on your preference or, or <laughs> I don't know, however you want to rank them.
3: Yeah, we'll go from worst to, to best. Okay. So, um, bathroom stall, obviously, is going to be... Blast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty obvious... Sh- I was waiting for someone to say, no, that's my number two. But literally. But yeah, I think I agree funny. with you. Number five. Bathroom stall. That would be gross. Yeah. It's hard for me to eat what smells bad.
3: Well, yeah, you think if you're smelling something that's bad, mm-hmm. probably tasting... Yeah, those molecules.
1: Well.
2: But if you think about it, like, if there's nowhere else to go, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could just go and sit outside. Yeah, sit in the quad. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think if they had a quad.
2: But if she was homeschooled and and not socially, like, where would you go and sit?
1: Be by yourself.
3: Most of us grew up in California where we have schools that usually have, like, quads and Mm -hmm. open And I think they did in Mean Girls,
1: too. I'm trying to remember. I'm getting all these high school movies mixed up. I was
2: just trying to think of uh, somebody who was homeschooled and not knowing what to do other than just... Beeline it to the bathroom. And it
1: probably wasn't just to eat there, was to be alone, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Because I used to do that at work. I would go lock myself in the bathroom for like food, not to mm-hmm. eat, but just, and people always thought I was jacking off at work. It was just to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, bathroom stuff's number five. <laughs> uh,.
3: And just because we didn't I mean we had a cafeteria at my high school, we just never used it. it. we were more of a quad school, so everybody had their own little areas of the quad that they yeah. hang out. Same as me. Lunch. So that'd be number four. Mm-hmm.
1: That wants to be inside.
3: <laughs> uh coffee shop. I don't know that I, I've ever like eaten like a meal at a coffee shop before. It's mainly like, you know, you get like a muffin or Yeah. Something like that. I don't think I've ever had a sandwich from Starbucks. You know, well, like like a breakfast
1: place, like a uh, well. I've actually eaten at Starbucks too, but like a like what they call like a greasy spoon, like a diner kind of place.
2: It's my thing. Like that's what I'll do. I'll get an egg salad sandwich. But do you eat there? Do you eat there though? Oh no! Yeah, we're talking about eating there. Sorry. No, I'll just eat half of it for breakfast and hit the other half. But but I
1: have eaten at a Starbucks once. But that was in Malaysia or Singapore. Singapore. (laughs) Anyway.
3: Um, and all the food for Starbucks are made here in Reno as well. Oh, is it?
1: Yeah.
3: Hmm. Um, yeah. So if you ever eat a sandwich in Starbucks, I don't know about the East coast, but I know if you eat anything like at a Starbucks in California, it's been prepared here in Reno. So
1: what would the East coast version of Reno be? Well, it wouldn't be Atlantic city. Can we? No, I'm curious. Sandwich? Just stop okay. for a minute. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> so reno is to california as what is to like new york
3: well mississippi is more of like the shipping hub of the
1: that would be for like texas
2: um like rochester
1: i don't know all right
2: that's upstate
1: uh, okay i don't know i don't know anything Horsehead, about the east coast i was Corning? i was legitimately curious like what's the shitty reno of the east coast listeners oh, the shitty reno well just reno you know like what's the, the Bronx. reno what's the reno of the east coast I don't think the Bronx is the Reno of the East Coast.
0: Okay.
2: Whatever.
1: Beastie Boys would probably heavily (laughs) disagree with that.
2: (laughs) New Jersey. There you go. New
1: Jersey is a state.
2: (laughs) Of the East Coast. You're saying...
1: Reno is a city. Reno is to California as what is to the East Coast. Anyway, let's go on. (laughs) Heather obviously can't understand my question. Heather, number four.
3: Number number one.
1: Number two. Number two. (laughs) Number two.
3: Um, would be the mall Alright uh, What's your favorite place to eat at the mall? Uh, when I worked at the mall in Was it a hot Virginia, dog on a stick? No it was Chick-fil-A we, Oh you like, had a
1: Chick-fil-A in the mall? Yeah we'd have like Chick-fil-A almost every day
2: I do like Chick-fil-A
1: So you can hate gays while in the mall
2: I've always wanted to work at <laughs> A Chick-fil-A? Um, no Hot dog on a stick Just so I can wear the costume <laughs> For Halloween <laughs> I know. I'm going to be a sexy hot dog on a stick chick.
1: That would be a good costume, actually. Sexy sexy hot dog on a Thank stick.
2: Thank you. Who <laughs> will think of it other than me? And that would be an appropriate costume.
3: I'm pretty sure I've seen people wear hot dog on a stick costumes for Halloween.
1: And they're and they're already pretty sexy, so that's sort of redundant.
2: Well, whatever. It's <laughs> but you, what I but you could to go around. So fuck
3: you.
1: Um, I, I'd
3: be okay with it if you were actually handing out hot dogs on a stick. Yeah.
1: I
2: might do it on the And then you were just reaching too. into
1: people's pants. But you also have to stomp on the lemonade. <laughs> right? Don't they do that there, a hot dog on a stick? None
2: in the mall. Don't all. they smash the
1: no, lemonade? That's no. Orange Julius that does this. Mm. All shopping. right, so number one is mealing with your parents. Yep. Do you have a favorite? Did you guys have traditional uh, dinners at the dining room table t- usually?
3: Yeah, so one of our big things growing up is we had to have dinner at the dining room table
1: no phones no oh, answering we, the phone yeah
3: there was no phones back then or no cell phones back yeah, then yeah but you
1: didn't you didn't answer the phone when it rang no tv
3: yeah uh, yeah yeah so we no, didn't. none of that
1: yeah i was the same way for a, a few years until hmm. i was old enough to always sit in front of my tv and play on my phone <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, now it's that I It's very sad. actually. <laughs> I mean, I eat alone, really so sad. I usually have the TV on yeah, and watch I'm watching something.
1: I'm on to my second PBR. By the way, I'm drinking PBR because in Hellfire High School Hellcats, they have they're a.
2: They're cleaning up. They have a big old box of PBR movie. at their party. No, when they're cleaning up from the from killing party. The chick. Yeah. There's a big old They're box of PBR. They're putting all of the alcohol in the box of PBR. flu nice. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's go into Last Call. See if you guys can think of anything else to be mean to me about.
2: Everything. Last
1: Call. There is a secret word. Looking at the world through the bottom of a glass. All I see is a man who's fading fast. Last Call. So, Heathen did get the last secret word, which was sweet. We do have a new secret word this week, which we'll keep Is on. it
2: that fetch?
1: No. I already said that. Spooge. <laughs> Skeeve. <laughs> there's some other... What was the thing you liked, Matt? Gently fuck me with a chainsaw? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let me uh,
1: peruse my notes just real, real fast. Real quick, to see if there's anything else. I wrote down... So, oh, and, and uh and, and Heather's one of the slang I wrote down that they used a lot was So Vary, that's So Very. I don't ever remember people using that in real life. Mm, um, do. Movie took place in Ohio. Did say Jealous Much, which was that that much thing seems like that mm-hmm. took on much later to come on. Like somewhat recently, saying within the last five years. Sherwood, Ohio. Uh Mean Girls. You said that? Mean Girls tim meadows actually did have a um accident on his arm and they had to write something into the script so that's why he's wearing the cast that says he has (laughs) carpal tunnel syndrome i don't really know why, why how he hurt himself this movie did have its anniversary of course last year Learning to fit in a oh, three-way calling. Remember when people used three-way calling on their phones, mm-hmm. or even going back to um, Hellfire, Hellcat. That was a
2: horrible, horrible thing that we used to all do to each other, too. Just you would just do that, just exactly, like in the movie, to just make just exactly oh. the way they're using it. That's a, what we used to do.
1: <laughs> I, we never did that. At least and did it's it. horrible. Get it's on the line.
2: horrible. No, we would pretend you would be quiet and get somebody to talk about the other person, and be like, "Did you hear what she said?" a bunch of bitches yeah see i'm telling you girls are just (laughs) and then
1: and then like in high school hellcats the extension when people used to have have, all have home phones that was always the thing i was always worried about as a kid is like having my mom or brother listening in on the other phone my brother would do it all the time Mm -hmm. and i don't know how long you'd be on there and then all of a sudden you would just start laughing be like you guys are so gay (laughs) or something like that um
2: you couldn't hear the click
1: Not all the time, not when you're talking. House parties, we don't really need to talk about that, but that keeps showing up in these movies. All right. Um, Next week, we will. I think is when we'll start to try to fit in our double episodes because we are getting towards the end of the month and it's getting tighter to squeeze these in. So we do have scheduled Bailey Madison and Back to School. Um, Not too many people are interested in that movie. the bonus episode we'll try to fit in next week is School of Rock and Dead Poet Society, which I think has a little bit more interest in those movies. So if you want to follow along with us, go ahead and watch uh, Billy Madison, Back to School, School of Rock, Dead Poet Society. Any last words to you, then? No. Any last words, beer maker Matt?
3: That's the so last year. No.
1: <laughs> Keep it wet, everybody. That's
2: the so last year.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure what I had, but it was very, uh, not good.
1: (laughs) All right, we gotta go move some furniture. I better have my dinner and my coffee ready when I come back. Someone's getting slapped.
0: (laughs)